Stay tuned now for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her guest, Dr. Carol Peters, talking today about feelings. We are in studio today here at the beautiful city of Austin City, and we're broadcasting from today's Christian Talk Radio, 1120 Worldwide on the lip at www.thebridge1120. We are so excited about uh, what's going on in our nation right now. When I think about what God's doing, my my, if I had garters these days, they'd be going up and down. Now, some, <laughs> of, some of our friends won't know what garters were, but you see ladies always wore nylon stockings, and you had to have, a, have to have a garter belt. But I am excited. I think we're in a season right now in America and especially in Texas where we're seeing God fulfill some of the promises that he has made to us. And yet we've got some needs and we've got some problems and we've got some things we've got, some challenges we've got to make. And we're going to be talking about that today again with my good friend Dr. Carol Peters. Dr. Peters holds a degree from MD degree from Loma Linda University. A doctor of ministries from Oral Roberts and and Dr. Carol is a GYN surgeon and um, and doctor and one of my best friends she's a speaker and a minister and she has something that that uh, is wonderful she has four grandchildren and she hosts the dr carol show on radio and tv and and not only being uh, an author and a uh a speaker she is one of my best friends, and I love her. We're so glad to have you in the studio with us today, Dr. Carol. How's that for a, for a start? You make me feel so happy, and I love you too, Evelyn. This is It's awesome to be with you. you know, every time you and I get together, it's like one of those divine sparks of connection that just ignites all over again. It's like a firework show. It is, and I, I feel so honored and blessed, first of all, just to have you as a friend and then to be here on Love Talk with you. I don't know that there's any better way to go about your life than the love walk, as you say. Well, you have to talk about it first. And that's what we're doing today. <laughs> we want to encourage you to listen to what it is the Lord Jesus has to say and to really search up for the Holy Spirit's way for your life that you would walk. And that you're taught with that would be that would honor him. And give strength and courage and and cheerfulness and joy to other people. We're living in a, a nation right now that's in the middle of change, uh, Dr. Carroll. And I don't know how best to describe that. I think change is a is a good one. You know, whichever side of the political aisle you're on, you sense the turmoil in our country right now. You sense that things are not the way they should be or that they were in the past. And whether you're excited about some of those things or afraid about some of those things, I think the point is that there is a God above it all. Um, I, I wish I could pull the exact way Daniel phrased it in his book, but there is a God above the mm-hmm. affairs of man. None of this is a surprise to him. He is not stymied by what nations do or don't do. Yes, a nation that follows the ways of the Lord is blessed. Mm -hmm. But none of this is a surprise. None of it shortens his arm that he cannot save, as as Jeremiah, I believe, said. All that's going on, we can know that he is the answer, capital A. He is. And, you know, one of the things that's so important for us is to not just walk with him, but talk with him. We have a new book that's just come out, and we are so excited about that. It's called Praising. And praying across America. And it is, it is a commitment of 98 days 
where you take one word a day and you pray that word over the leaders of our nation, over your family, over your needs. And we did that with praying and praising across Texas. This one is praising and praying across America because the scripture said we're to enter his presence. How? With praise. That's right. And Jesus even confirmed that when he said, you know, uh, our little thing with the new book is this. First of all, the door to the throne room of God is prayer. You cannot get there any other way. It is prayer. You, you can't. We don't have any zip ships that go back and forth. What is the key to that door? The key to that door is praise. Praise him from whom all blessings flow. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his gates, his doors with praise. And I yeah, that's it. And when you look at it from that point of view, we have a connection with him that honestly is making some changes in this nation right now. There is a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety. And we talked about that on, with a recent radio program we did. But one of the things he also tells us is, listen to me. Take my word and walk it. And so that's what love talks all about is coming to know the reality of the love of the Lord Jesus and then allowing our life to be his life in a world of people that are looking for life and goodness and hope. With all the turmoil and change going on in our nation and in our world, there is something that doesn't change, and that is Jesus, and that is God's love. His love is steadfast, regardless of what is going on in our own lives or in the world around us. That is something we can count on. And I, I, I think the, the topic of your, of, of your program, Evelyn, is so real for today and so appropriate for this time in which we're living in focusing on the love of God and how that works out practically in our lives. You have probably, if you've, if you've tuned into this station at all, into this program before, you have heard people say that God loves you. He does. That's real. But what does that look like every day? Mm-hmm. And that's why we talk about the things that you do here on this program is making that practical, making that down to earth where we live. Because God does love you right where you are. Jesus' love never fails. Absolutely. We've talked recently about um, living with the feelings and denying them, not recognizing what anger and fear and anxiety to do. Uh, And we talked about some of the steps moving into uh, the compassion for serving him and loving him and his love for us. Feelings can seem overwhelming. Yeah, we recently talked about the fear and anxiety in particular. Other feelings can, can come too. You mentioned anger, and that's that's a big one. Um, excitement or feeling energized or whatever. We as human beings so often are moved by our feelings. Some people say emotions is energy in motion, and and it's real. It's the way God built us. But as with many things, many gifts that God has given us, sometimes that can become distorted. And so many of us have lived portions of our lives or done things or made decisions, responded to people out of our feelings either doing things or not doing things. Oh, if, if I don't feel like going to work, well, I'm just not going to work. Or for me recently, with the death of my husband, those feelings can get overwhelming. So I, there's days I felt like just 
curling up on the couch mm-hmm. and turning on the TV and vegging I out. Like, I think <laughs> like that too. Uh, that's real. That that that's real life. Um, having that sense that oh, I just don't feel like it, so I'm not going to do anything about it. Or I'm angry, mm-hmm. and that feeling takes over you. I'm angry at my spouse. I'm angry at my children. I'm angry at my coworkers. So I'm going to act out of that anger. I'm going to treat them badly. I'm going to yell and scream and complain and and blame them for things because that's how I feel. That's how ang- that I, I'm I'm angry. Uh, living life based on your emotions. We know that that really isn't healthy. As a physician, mm-hmm. as a physician, I I see that uh, fairly regularly. Uh, see people that don't want to exercise, don't want mm-hmm. to change their diet because oh, I just don't feel like it. That's hard. I spoke with a with a lady online writing just yesterday, who is a believer in Jesus. She has been smoking for many years. And she said, I, I've tried to quit, but it's just so hard. I just haven't found that I that I can do that. And I was I was giving her some practical suggestions about what to do, even when you feel like that's something you need, that's something you want. Living out of feelings can end up being unhealthy, can be dangerous. Um, we know, for example, that holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness, that can be a feeling. Somebody's wronged me. Somebody's hurt me. And I'm upset about it. And you hold on to that feeling. That can do very dangerous things to you physically. Uh, it can actually raise your blood pressure and mess with your coronary arteries. And uh, you actually can die sooner if you mm-hmm. hold on to bitterness and unforgiveness and a whole lot of other things. It can... It, Living based on your emotions can certainly affect your relationships with other people. We know that if you're always unreliable and blowing off the handle or upset, it can certainly mess up those relationships with other people, and it can definitely affect your relationship with God. And we want to talk about some of that. We do want to talk about that because um, it is important that we feel you know, we just can't be stone statues. We've got to have feelings. And what we want to do is discover and develop some ways that we can befriend our feelings. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's yours, honey. I discovered it. <laughs> <laughs> because we, you know, we're in a nation right now where there is anger every corner of the of downtown. There is. And it's, uh, it, part of it is from entitlement. Part of it is, uh, you know, deception. Part of it is uh, disappointment. Uh, we all have those expectations, wanting God to fulfill them uh, according to our work uh, scale or our living scale. And when those things don't happen, sometimes we it can change our character. The disappointment you're talking about, I think we've probably all, if we're honest, yes. have had times like that. When we felt like God said something and we don't see it the way we think, and so we're disappointed. Those feelings can really can, can really mess with us. But you're also right that if we just deny them and ignore them, we're missing out on the way God built us. He built those emotions into us. So what do we do about them? <laughs> we got to let him guide us. <laughs> we all love talking with Dr. Carol Peters, and we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some ways to befriend your feelings. Make a friend of them. Is that right, Dr. Carol? Yes, I believe we can do that. I really right do. Right after this. Stay with us.
You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leading you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar, hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps, big or small, for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 88 808 Research Boulevard and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Let's return now for more Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her guest, Dr. Carol Peters. Thank you to all those wonderful sponsors that put up the dollar bills to help us be here. And and we really do appreciate them and appreciate you as our listeners and, and especially appreciate this station. We are here at today's Christian Talk, 1120. It's called The Bridge. And our goal here for Love Talk is to build bridges of understanding and love from one part of town to the other part of town, from one heart to another heart. And... From one government to another government as we move into the patriotic thing. But this is a very special season in 
in Texas, and we're thrilled to be here. And, and I'm so happy to have my friend, Dr. Carol Peters, back with us. And we're going to talk today about feelings. We, we've done some work on, on anxiety and fear, and we've talked about how people live in fields of fear. You know, you don't just usually fear one thing. When fear starts growing and blooming, it plants seeds. Right, Dr. Uh, and you you mentioned our current Texas uh, Texas spring those beautiful wildflowers. Well, yeah, fear can do that if we don't if we don't get control. Just about any emotion or feeling can run away like that, and that's why we're t- we're talking about this today. You know, Jesus had feelings, he had emotions, and. Those weren't only what we would normally think of as positive emotions. We know when Jesus uh, ex- expressed faith, obviously, that includes feelings. It's much more than that. Jesus wept. He felt sadness. Oh, yes. He felt not the fear that we would talk about, mm-hmm. but he said, my soul is troubled. Mm-hmm. He felt that trouble with what was coming around and, and, and in front of him. He felt fatigue. He had to sleep. He felt hunger. He mm-hmm. felt loneliness. He also felt the joy mm-hmm. and the peace because of his relationship with his father. So all these feelings Jesus felt. So how can we live that way and befriend our feelings? One thing I think is important to understand is just like we mentioned with Jesus, both negative and positive feelings, at least as we usually say them, can be very godly and healthy. If you shut yourself off, to all feelings, you shut yourself off to love and joy just as much as to pain. The opposite of love, for example, is not anger. The opposite of love is apathy. We need to be very careful to not only accept what we normally think of as positive feelings. Um, That the way God built the human mind, both the the joy and the sadness are very close together. In my own experience of grief, for example, if I had not made the conscious choice to embrace that loneliness and pain that comes with grief, I would never have been able to experience the healing and the peace that God is able to give. We have to go there. We have to be willing to embrace the emotional feeling part of the way God built us. That's a very real uh, need. We can experience lasting joy, true comfort, and real hope by embracing them all. So that's one key, is to consciously choose to acknowledge and allow into our experience both what we would normally think of as negative and positive. It's only in eternity that pain will be gone. Right. That's why Revelation says God will wipe away all tears from our eyes. We can't expect that here. There is pain here. It's part of living in the world that that we live in. Um, And Jesus experienced that pain Mm -hmm. in all its variety. And the angels clapped. They did. Absolutely. So embracing all of that, not staying in the negative feelings, and we'll talk about what do you do with some of those negative feelings going forward, but just acknowledging and realizing that that that's all part of how God made us. That's necessary, and it's real. A second piece that I'd like to suggest is realize that 
feelings and emotions can be a window into your heart. There are things in our world that are not all well. God did not create a world that had turmoil and pain and sickness and disease and death and destruction and political wrangling. He didn't build a world that had all those parts in it. And so when we have some of those feelings that we normally think of as negative, that can often be an indication that there's something we need to change. Fear, anxiety, sadness, and pain, they may be the way your brain screams, pay attention to this. Mm -hmm. Even anger can be that. Those, Those things can say, yes, there's something in my heart, in my body, in my life, in my family, in my world that isn't right. And use those feelings as information. They can be very useful that way. Um, it's the old thermometer versus thermostat. Mm-hmm. Feelings are a very good thermometer. They can tell you the state of things, but they make a very poor thermostat. Feelings do not set the stage very well. They're, they're a very poor leader. They can give you very valuable information. When you have a strong feeling, whether it's positive or negative, mm-hmm. um, use that as information. Make the choice to see it as telling you something. When you have a strong feeling, that may be your heart saying, I need to rest. Mm-hmm. It may be a way of telling you you need to seek outside input. If you're confused, upset, afraid, that may be an indication to get with a godly mentor, to go to God's word, hear what God has to say about the situation. It can point you to pause and do something conscious in making a decision about going forward. So that's the prop. That's one proper way to use those feelings. Well, that is so true. And the, the thing that um, is so prevalent in our world today is that people do operate a lot on their feelings. They do. And it's whether it's negative, positive. And we're seeing more billboards today about the negative part of it because it just seems like. Um, uh, the world's out of control. That's right. You know, when we look at uh, Iran and they, you know, shooting off firecrackers toward America's ships, we look to China, you know, that's um, dumping, dumping the dollar. Or we look at Korea that's, you know, we have a guy there that's sitting with a, an atomic weapon that can just shoot it off anywhere. Those kind of feelings um, can jeopardize in our whole life if we'd allow it to do that. But it's also sometimes those feelings are warnings about what it is we need to do to get back to where it is that God can bless America and can bless our world. And so, you know, it is a window. You look at a person's heart, and that's what feelings are. They they are a very appropriate window into what is going on. Um, But there's more. Feelings are real. Mm-hmm. Feelings are true, but they are not the whole truth. And that's that's point number three. You really are afraid. You really do hurt. You really don't want to get out of bed. You really do want to hook up with this person. Those, those, those drives, those feelings mm-hmm. are very real. But that's not the whole truth. There is more truth there. And I think it's real important that we know that. 
some of you listening may be old enough to remember that old radio segment, The Rest of the Story. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> I think many of us did. There is the rest of the story to our feelings. God knows the rest of the story. And when we have overwhelming feelings, we would do well to pause and look for the rest of the story. There is more truth. Your feelings are real. They are true. But there's more. Don't stop with that piece of the truth. When you are in court and they make you raise your right hand and put your hand on the Bible and say, do you promise to tell the truth, the The whole whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Your feelings are only part of the truth. If you want the whole truth, you need to look for the rest of the story. And God always has something to say about the rest of the story. For example, if you're if you're physically sick, you're weak, you're tired, you're frustrated, your lifestyle isn't real healthy, and you don't feel like changing, well, okay, that's real. That's how you feel. You're sick and you're miserable and mm-hmm. you don't have any energy to do anything different. But what's the rest of the story? The rest of the story is... That small changes in your lifestyle today will make you more energetic and healthier tomorrow. The rest of the story is that Jesus is a healer, Mm -hmm. and he always will be present with you no matter what. The rest of the story is that in eternity there will be no more sickness and pain. This is not the end. This is not your whole truth. Uh, another example, you're lonely and sad. Nobody likes me. Everybody's out to get me. Um, my spouse is miserable. My kids don't <laughs> care. Um, my boss is making my life difficult. My pastor never calls. Okay, you're sad and lonely. That's real. That's true. But what's the rest of the story? Mm-hmm. The rest of the story is that if you move your eyes beyond your own problems and turn toward helping somebody else, your spirits will be raised. There is always somebody that's sadder, lonelier, and hurting more than you are. Always. If you find them and help them, you will feel better. The rest of the story includes the fact that if you know Jesus, you're never really alone. Isn't that the truth? You now, that's never the best are. of the story. You it know about is. the rest of the story. That's the best <laughs> oh, of the story. Oh, that's good, Evelyn. The best of the story. I wrote an article at the one-year point when my husband had died, and I said, my first year alone. But the first line I wrote in there is, I've never been alone and I never will be. That really is the rest, the best Mm -hmm. of the story. If you know Jesus, you are never alone. And so when we have these overwhelming feelings, look for the rest of the story, the best of the story. And we're going to hear that right after this. We do need to take a break. Dr. Carroll, only hear from some sort of good sponsors. But you know, it is so exciting to know that we are not in this life alone. That's right. My motto for life is this. He plus the low me is a big, big we. That's right. A big, big we. Right after this. Say with us. Information you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. 
Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. The break is over. Time now for more Love Talk. Evelyn Davison's guest today is Dr. Carol Peters. Today they're talking about feelings. We are in studio today here in um, Texas uh, Christian Talk, 1120, the bridge, broadcasting out of Austin, Texas, uh, going worldwide. And uh, we would ask you if you want to look at some of our um, backup programs, you can go to our website at www.lovetalk.com. Network.com, and we have a large balcony that you can visit. And Dr. Carol Peters is with us today, and she, we have a number of wonderful programs we've done with her. We're talking today about feelings, Dr. Carol. Feelings can sometimes seem so overwhelming. You know, we know in our hearts that living based only on feelings is not healthy or godly. But we also know that we can't ignore them, that simply denying the presence of our feelings is is neither possible nor healthy. So how do we make a friend of our feelings? That's exciting. You know, Jesus had feelings. He wept. He did. Jesus wept. He felt deep distress. He told the disciples, my soul is troubled. Yes. He also rejoiced. He did. And both what we would consider positive and negative feelings, how do we live with that in the way that Jesus did? Well, That's what we're talking about. He gave us a headline. It is finished. Oh, I like that. That's true. That's the headline because that's the rest of the story. And we just talked about your feelings are true, but they are not the whole truth. When you feel something strongly, be sure you look for the rest of the story, the best of the story, what God has to say about it. There's a couple other things, too, that can help us befriend our feelings. 
One is to simply acknowledge that feelings are fickle. Feelings can change. When you are tired, when you're hungry, when you're lonely, when there is stuff going on around you, you may feel very immobilized, overwhelmed, sad, afraid. But after a good run, after a good night's sleep, after a good talk with a friend, those problems may look completely different. The whole perspective can seem much better, much more able to handle. You're, you're much more able to handle them. The things that you can choose to control may very likely change your feelings. So if you don't like the way you're feeling, there are things that you can do that very likely will change those feelings. It may take a little time. You may not be able to say right now, I won't be angry. You may not say right now that I can not be sad. But changing the input your brain receives will alter those feelings. That may be getting a good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. It may be eating a healthier meal. It may be connecting with some wise and godly friends. It may be spending time in God's word to get the very highest quality Mm -hmm. input of all. Read what God has to say about the issue. And consistently putting better raw materials into your brain will change your feelings. And it will change if you're willing to be changed. That's right. You can make the choice to stay stuck and miserable. Mm-hmm. Yes, nobody, not even God, will force you out of your misery. You have every right to be miserable. I'd encourage you not to stay there because it's not fun and you don't have to. There it's is lonely. an alternative. <laughs> it's very lonely. You can change the input, and over time that will change your feelings. So putting this in a bigger perspective, how do we use our feelings in the right way? And I would say it this way, and this is number five. Embrace your feelings, but don't make decisions based on mm-hmm. your feelings. Uh, We often look for pleasure, for comfort, for relief of pain at any cost. We'll do anything to feel better. And that's a very human, normal Mm -hmm. thing to do. It's not that that's in itself wrong. But if that is our primary motivation, it's going to end up being a very unsatisfying quest. If you are only seeking pleasure or comfort or relief of pain, if that is your goal, that will often end up in addiction, in destruction, and just a whole lot of unhappiness and lack of fulfillment. Uh, Solomon said this uh, in Ecclesiastes. He said, come now, I'll test you with pleasure to find out what's good. Test you with pleasure. I like that one. I, 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 Solomon talks about all the things that he did to give himself pleasure, seeking after happiness, seeking after feelings. Mm-hmm. And he said, laughter, this it's all foolish. And what does pleasure accomplish? It's all foolishness. It's mm-hmm. all empty. Making that your focus mm-hmm. will not bring you happiness, will not, frankly, bring you good feelings. The alternative is to embrace our feelings but make decisions on a deeper purpose. When Jesus was here, he felt all those feelings, but he never allowed those feelings to move him, to dissuade him 
from the reason he came. He said, I came to seek and to save those who are lost. And nothing, good or bad, could move him from being about his father's business, from fulfilling the purpose for which he came. If you are alive, if you are breathing, there's something God has for you to do. You may know a little of that. You may know more of that. But if you are alive, God has a purpose for you. That is what to base your life on. That is what to base decisions on. Embrace feelings along the way, but do it anyway. That's when you have to believe to receive. We, we don't, it's a choice. It is. Am I going to believe God for what it is that he is doing or wants to do in my life or in America? You know, we, you know, our thing right now is make America great again. We want to make God great again. That's right. We want him to be in that position and, and, and help us uh, work out some of these uh, issues that have become so much a part of our life that are bringing forth the negative feelings that we have. You know, if, if, you, if you look at the number of uh, unborn babies that are just vaporized today, you know, what do we do about that? Well, Jesus says, first of all, come to me, come to me. With whatever it is, come to me. That's it. We've got to go to him. And he will open the doors. That's one of the things, you know, where we say, you know, praise is the key to that door. He's there waiting for us to knock on that door. There's that famous picture. You know, it is in Revelation. I stand at the door and knock. Yes. And there's no handle on that door. If you've ever looked at that, oh, it has to be open from the inside. And you're talking about praise being the way to open that door yes. into the throne room of God. Don't wait for your feelings. Yeah. You, If you are physically ill, if your marriage is in trouble, if you're noticing the news and the trouble uh, you know, around us in our, in our nation and our world, you may not feel like mm-hmm. praising at all. But pick up this book, Praising and Praying Across America. Open the scriptures. Open a a guide like this and make the decision to praise anyway. Yeah. That opens that door to the throne room of God, and he acts when you do that. He does. And you know, the thing that that is so important about that is that he gives us power to allow him to work in our lives. We have to give up control. And we don't like that. I know. And America's that way. That's right. You know, if if you're talking about political parties or you're talking about, uh, you know, major organizations, uh, Salvation Army against Red Cross, there are always these competition things that are going on out there. But what we have to do is to focus on the cross that Jesus, because that cross is empty now, Carol. He said, pick up your cross and what? Follow me. That cross is empty. It is. He's already washed away our sins. If we have, if we picked it up, if we know him, we've accepted him, we believe in him, we believe in him, we will receive in him. And so it is important for us when we're operating on feelings not to allow those feelings to get in the way of what it is that he has in store for us. That's right, and I'm glad you mentioned that that scripture. Take up your cross and follow me. We can get so distracted 
and our feelings are a big part of that distraction, running after this and worrying about that mm-hmm. and getting angry about something else. When you focus on following him, he's given you something to do, and there is no clearer direction than that. Take up your cross daily and follow me. Every day you get up, your stuff is your stuff, you take it before the Lord. Okay, Jesus, what do you have for me to do today? Yes. That's just that's that's a way of life. It doesn't matter whether your life is beautiful and easy and joyful right now or whether you're wrestling with big stuff, whether you're following him means dealing with some of these big national and international issues. It's always the same. Follow me. It is follow me. And what we we need to take our break. We come back. That's called embracing. I mean, you put your arms around him. He's got his arms around you. Yes. And that's what you do with what? Your emotions. That's right. Your feelings. Right after this. Stay with us. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0000. Or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Let's return to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her guest, Dr. Carol Peters, talking today about feelings. We just thank you for joining us today with Love Talk. We're having a good time in the studio with our good friend, Dr. Carol Peters, and Dr. Carol is a surgeon and a OBGYN. I haven't said that in a long time, Dr. <laughs> Carol. <laughs> when you get 85 years old, you know, you, you get with the old folks' doctors. <laughs> We've been talking about what it is that we do with our emotions and our feelings in the good times and in the, and bad. the bad times. And what we want to, what we have discovered, I've discovered in counseling, and I know you do a lot of that as well, is people want a quick fix. They do. And they want you to fix it. They come. They to, want to work it. They want you to fix it. They, they come to see me as a doctor, and they want one pill to make it all go away. They want one procedure to make them go from being very overweight to healthy and beautiful. Um, that goes far beyond just physical health and coming to see a doctor. You go to a counselor or therapist, fix me yesterday. One one meeting and I want to be all better. My challenged marriage, things haven't been going well. I want one thing to magically fix it. Intimacy is a mess between me and my spouse. Fix it right now. Or me and my children. Or me and my children. My, my, my children are estranged and upset and rebellious. Fix it right now. It's even that way with God. We go in prayer and we say, Jesus, fix it. It's like we put in a prayer and we see God as a vending machine. Get out a blessing. We want him to fix us. Well, he does fix us, but not in that magical, instant way, mostly. And it's because 
He is after something much deeper than our creature comforts and our momentary pleasure. Although he's happy when we're happy, much more important is who we are and who we become, not only today, but for forever. It's not that he enjoys our pain, but he wants something much deeper, greater, broader, and lasting for us than only our comfort. Understanding that helps us cooperate much better, and it helps us understand some of our feelings along the way with much less angst. And he wants us to embrace those, right? Absolutely. Put our arms around him and bring them to him. All the time. That's what Jesus did. He wept. Mm -hmm. He felt distressed. He rejoiced. All of that before his father. That's what we do. We take our fear, our anger, our anxiety, our joy, our desires, our disappointments, our hopes. Yes, embrace them and bring them into his presence. We acknowledge our feelings both to ourselves and to him. And then let him deal with it. It's about his business, isn't it? It is. The father's business. We don't live life with our feelings in the lead. We live life with him in the lead. We mentioned in the last segment, Jesus said, follow me. Mm-hmm. He's who we follow, not our feelings. We bring our feelings and leave them in his presence. But our goal, our focus, what we're looking to, who we follow is him. Mm-hmm. Well, it, you know, it, it's it's exciting to be able to look at this uh, with um, without blinders today. Yes. Dr. Carol, we all know that I, you know, I feel strongly about this and we are upset sometimes when somebody else is not strongly about this. And it, it appears in, in rearing children. It appears in, um, in-law relationships. Uh, it appears when even, um, there's divorce or death in a family. You know, it's just all these things come to surface when the pressure is on for us. Uh, it is. It, it's it, But then there's that everyday nagging thing that just nags you half to death. I want us to talk about what it is that we can do to begin to set ourselves free. We're in bondage to this. And you've, you've put together this guide for us. Let's talk about that. Oh, thank you for that for that opportunity. When you go see a doctor... It's almost always, if you get a prescription, take one daily, or maybe take two daily. It's not one pill and your problem goes away. There's something that you take into your being on an ongoing basis. If you don't take medications, well, maybe you take vitamins or, like I do, Juice Plus. There's there's things that you take into your being on a daily basis. Well, if you especially are feeling stuck with some of these overwhelming emotions, maybe fear and anxiety, as we spent so much time talking on uh, another program. There are things that you can take into your being on a daily basis, take one daily, that will make an enormous difference. And, And I've put together this 21 Days to Freedom from Fear and Anxiety based on God's Word. There is so much in the Bible that God has to say about things that we can incorporate into our life that will leave fear and anxiety behind, Mm -hmm. that we have to take one daily. We have to take those things into our being. Um, What's the first thing we have to do? 
But God has not given us a spirit of fear. We know it didn't come from him. No, fear never comes from him. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If you're afraid, you can know without a doubt, no questions. You don't have to wrestle and worry about it. If you are feeling afraid, that's from the enemy. You don't have to wonder and say, oh, God, is this you trying to tell me something? Fear is from the enemy. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, power and of love and of a sound mind. So you can claim that sound mind. That's the blessing. That is the blessing. Um, So if you're feeling fear, we have that on day one. That's the actual scripture Mm -hmm. that we have for, for, for day one of this journey is claiming that sound mind. That Jesus gave us. And we have little little prayers and little commentary and, and a scripture for each of these 21 days. And the first one is, God has not given us the spirit of fear. What has he given us? A spirit of power <laughs> and of love and of a sound mind. When you are feeling afraid and anxious, that's not a sound mind. God you is, don't make decisions. You don't make Lifetime good, decisions based on No. You, you, you do not base you do not make big decisions out of those overwhelming negative emotions. Frankly, even the positive ones. Mm-hmm. Um, one example that, that some people may, may uh, understand, making a decision to get married because you're all excited and feeling like you're in love right now. You need to make big decisions based on not emotions. Mm-hmm. Yes, the emotions are there, but go beyond that, as we talked earlier in the program. Um, there's several of these that I just think are so wonderful. Here's one. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Every day has enough trouble of its own. <laughs> I used to have a pastor friend that would tell me that. We uh, I used to teach uh, international students, doctors, to pass their generals, you know, stand up and answer questions. And, oh, you know, it was hard work. And, and that's what he said. Don't worry about tomorrow. <laughs> That's the words of Jesus it is. In, in Matthew 6. Yes. For a little more extensive study, take some time to read through that chapter, Matthew 6. Jesus says in so many repeated ways in that chapter, there's lots of things you just can't change. You can't change how tall you are. You can't change how long you're going to live. If you, by worrying, could add a cubit to your stature mm-hmm. or an hour to your life... I learned that I can't change my vertically challenged mm-hmm. self one bit. I'm short. Well, Evelyn, you're not so short. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much I want to be tall like you. I, my worrying doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus said, don't even spend time thinking about that. Uh, he said, your father gives food to the birds. He clothes yes. the grass with, with, and the flowers with, with, with beauty. Uh, your father cares for you much more than any of these. So don't even worry about these other things, and especially tomorrow, because you can't do anything about that. One of my favorite ones from Philippians 4, 8, and he says, finally, brothers, I think sisters goes in here too, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, what's lovely, what is of good report, if there is any virtue, and that's what virtue is here, then... If there's any praise, think on these things. And that's one of the really key verses in our book, Praising, Praying Across America. We've got to think about the good things. 
We, we got to work. You know, we we. So when we get begin to begin to worry, what do we have to do? We have to shift into high gear and begin to praise God. Lord, you've got the answer to this. That's what the book is. It's a forty nine day, one word a day, prayer thing. And then you fought 49, uh, 49 days, seven, 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 seven minutes a day, seven days a week, seven a week. That's beautiful. And then you go back through it with praise. You don't ask God for anything. I call that an ask fast. Try it. It'll change your life. Yes. When you look at where we are right now, we thank you, Lord. We're in a big mess right now. But, Father, we've got some godly men and women that you've chosen that we're going to pray for and we're going to work with. I praise them. I praise them to you for what it is you're going to do, or my life. So when we look at all of this, Dr. Carol, we want people to call you or go to the website to get this 21-day uh, program. Will we you do. tell us how? We do. DrCarolMinistries.com. That's D-R-C-A-R-O-L Ministries. Dot com. Now, there's not an obvious button that you can go there to, to get this right now, but Go to the Contact Us page, send me a message, and I promise if you do that, I will send you this 21 days to freedom from fear and anxiety. You can also give me a call, 512-484-5448, if you'd rather connect that way. I, I know, I know with all my heart that if you put this kind of uplifting input into your brain over 21 days, your thought habits will start to change, and the fear and anxiety will lessen. I just want to mention one last uh, scripture here uh, in this 21 days. There's a scripture in Deuteronomy that says, Underneath are the everlasting arms. Oh, his arms last forever. When you are a parent and your child, or maybe you're not a parent but you've experienced this, a child, when they're afraid, when they're worried, there's monsters in the night under the bed, or there's a scary dog, or there's thunder, and they run into your arms and you pick them up, your arms can magically make boo-boos all better, can make monsters disappear. Everything is immediately better when they are in your arms. God's arms are our place of safety. When you're afraid, run into his arms with prayer, with praise, with worship. Raise your arms to him and your fear will drain away. Oh, Dr. Harrell, thank you so much for being with us. We just love having you. It's just like a dose of good medicine. <laughs> well, thank you, Evelyn. <laughs> it's great to be with you. And we thank you for joining us. You might want to get in touch with us. You can do that at www.lovetalk.com. Network.com, or you can call us on the Love Line at 512-249-6535. And if you call us and, uh, and have a need, we'll try to help you begin to uh, move in the direction that God can help fulfill that need. And also, if you do not have a, a, a prayer book, if you do not have a Bible, we'd love to send you a Bible. We have one that is just marvelous called The Plan of God for You. Uh, you can do that at um, lovetalknetwork.com. And uh, in the meantime, we pray this week you'll have a wonderful week as you learn better how to trust the Lord Jesus and love walk and love talk with Him.
my friends, this is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position.